Hello, podcasters and Poke fans alike. My name is Mike Schumann, and I'm thrilled you chose to take the time out to listen to another episode of my Pokemon Homebrew. Welcome to Pokemon Adventures in Cephalo. Let us introduce our noble adventurers for the second time. Hi, I'm, Ju- I'm Justin Conley. I'm playing JT. Hi, I'm Amanda, and I'm playing the kick-ass Serena Brock. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm playing the Game Boy Parker Littleton. Game Boy, I like that. We're not going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we begin now that everyone's acquainted? Let's yes. go. Our journey today begins as so. As the sun rays reflect off the dyed blue waters of the Cephalo region, a woman stands just off the dock, taking in the sights and smells that almost overwhelm her. Say Arbor is a bustling city. She checks the handwritten note just one last time. The note reads, Dear trainer, you have piqued my interest, and I would like to offer you the chance of a lifetime. You're invited to take part in challenging the newly formed Cephalo region. I will provide transportation to Say Arbor and one starter Pokemon of your choosing. I hope you will accept my challenge. Signed, Professor Archibald Sequoia. She neatly folds the note and puts it back into her bag, eager for what lies ahead. Through the commotion of the busy port, she overhears a boy who is just finishing a conversation on his Pokegear. In his conversation that she overhears, he mentions a Professor Sequoia as well. Uh, we're going to go to Serena. How does this make you feel? Like, just hearing the name. I'm so interested, and I kind of want to be nosy and go ask them why he's talking about the same professor that I just got a letter from. All right, so what would you like to do? I would like to walk over there and ask him, uh, what's with the name and, and why are you, you know, talking about him? Yeah, uh, so standing in front of you uh, is a slender, I wouldn't say boy, teen. I'm, I'm going to use teen. I use teen a lot. Uh, a slender teen with uh, black and blue spiky hair. Uh, just got finishing hanging up a conversation uh, and he turns to you this being Parker Littleton uh, you hi. may ask whatever you wanted to ask hi uh, sorry to bother you right now um, you look a little busy but I overheard your conversation about a professor Sequoia and I was just curious what you were talking about um, just because you know I know the professor kind of sorta and I'm just really curious she sent me this letter and oh you got a letter too what did it say just to come here and get on a boat me too that's so weird are you headed there now yeah I think it's over this way do you mind if I tag along? I was headed there, too. No, not at all. Awesome. So with Serena and Parker acquainted, 
knowing that they are basically there for the same goal. They start heading deeper into the city, uh, past all the vendors that are selling uh, herbal roots and pokeberries and seeds. Uh, nothing, nothing too, nothing too fancy. I mean, it's just a normal mart. Uh, there's a couple vendors selling some fish too. Uh, before you guys reach uh, the 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 inlay of the city, uh, a man uh, wearing a brown trench coat and a hat approaches you and uh, kind of looks a little out of place and goes, uh, "By chance, are you uh, Parker Littleton?" Yeah, that's me. Uh, can, can I get a second every time? Sure. What do you need? Uh, it's it's not really an important conversation, so uh, so your friend here can stay. Uh, your father has been paying me to track a certain someone who just arrived today. Uh, I just don't know if you're you have any whereabouts or any knowledge of this, but uh, I, I'll tell you everything I know. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't know anything was going on. This is interesting. Uh, so, a few months back, your father had contacted me about uh, a Team Rocket. Uh, I was able to figure out who goes where, who's up what ladder, uh, and that brought me to the top of that ladder, Archer Monahan. Well, Archer has a son probably around your age, and I know that Team Rocket's kind of disbanded now, uh, and I'm sorry to bring the grave news of uh, your father's business shutting down. Uh, it, is, it is a real shame. Uh, Celadon City will never be the same. Yeah, that is a shame. It was such a nice city. Wait, who's Archer Monahan? Uh, I don't... What region are you from? If you don't know who Team Rocket is? Well, I know Team Rocket, of course. I just wanted, you know, kind of some more details to why you were tracking them well back in canto uh, the original team rocket was formed under the leader giovanni uh, giovanni was uh shortly dealt with uh by the pokemon trainer red well after giovanni's disappearance archer monahan who at the time was just a grunt uh ended up becoming a team rocket executive uh and under him his wife and a few others, uh, he was able to bring back Team Rocket, and they had a pretty good hold over the Jota region. Uh, oh, that makes sense. I, I have every reason to believe that uh, his son stepped off this boat this morning. What's his son's name? Uh... I'm not sure. I wasn't able to get that far into it. Uh, The house was was raided. Uh, So Archer got locked up and I wasn't able to figure out anything else. 
Is there anything that you can tell us about him or his father's whereabouts? I know that uh, I know that he arrived in Say Arbor and got a Pokemon from the professor here. And he had started his journey with, uh, I think it was a girl and another boy. All I'm saying is the kid's trouble. Once a rocket, always a rocket. Well, that's not good. Is there anything we can do to help? Uh, I don't know, but uh, for your father's sake, you uh, uh, shutting him down might be the only option. All right, thanks. I don't want to be late for this meeting. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, go about your day. Uh, the only thing uh, I suggest is uh, if you need any more information on anything, uh, take this card. And the person, take, take the, card. The, the person on the card will help you out. He lives in Oakdale City. Well, this turned into a fun adventure. I'm just saying, be, be careful, kids. Uh, there's Team Rocket might be gone, but I know that there's still sympathizers on this island. Yeah, I've seen those guys around the game center. They are interesting guys. Kind of uh, hope we yeah. run into some. <laughs> uh, so you take the card from him. Uh, he kind of gives you a little nod. Uh, and he goes, by the way, if you need anything, I'm Detective Riker. And he uh, disappears as quickly as you found him. All right, you want to start heading to the professors? Yeah, I think it's over this way. Uh, so you guys start making your way towards... Uh, the professors, uh, you go through a few different streets, uh, nothing out of the ordinary, normal houses, uh, small little buildings, uh, the normal, the normal sea like cottage town is how I would explain Say Arbor. Uh, as you guys start walking past a Pokemart, you hear commotion from inside. What's that? I don't know. Let's go check it out. Uh, so Serena and Parker head into the doors of the po of the blue Pokemon building, uh, and as soon as the doors open, you hear, "I swear, if you're back stealing any more potion, I'm not going to take it easy on you this time." Uh, you see the. The, the, you see a teen, probably around 13, standing behind the counter, and his dad basically has this, uh, this dark, spiky-haired kid with a green jacket up against the wall, and he has his finger in his face. Uh, and that person would be JT. Hey, hey, why don't we all come down, calm down? What's even going on here? 
This little punk has come in here twice to take potions from me. Well, dude, what are you doing with the potions? Well, I just saw Injured Pokemon, and I thought about just getting to grab some potions and help with the Pokemon. Yeah, well, did you ever think about paying for them instead of just grabbing? Uh, nope. I just thought about helping the Pokemon. Yeah, well, I, I understand, but this world isn't built on, on hopes and dreams. It's money. Well, sir, how much is it going to cost for the potions that he wanted today? Uh, the potions are $50, uh, $50 a piece. He's taken three. Here, well, I can just give you the money now and make sure that he doesn't come back around. How about that? Uh, I guess we could work that out, but you can't go letting people think that they could just steal from me. I understand. I'll make sure that he knows not to come back here. Uh, Serena, you take your pokey gear out of the side of your backpack and place it up on uh, the square box on the counter. Uh, you hear three beeps and then a click. Uh, the transaction was completed. All right. Dude, what's your name? I just bought you these. Here you go. You can use them on the Pokemon, but what's your name? Uh, JT. Well, hi, JT. It's nice to meet you. Don't go freaking stealing. It's not good. I got your back this time, but I won't get your back again. And I probably wouldn't advise you coming back here. Well, I was, I was walking. I was, I was walking here because I got a little, but I saw Angel Pokemon and I knew I had a lot of time and I thought about go helping him, helping the Pokemon. Were there any trainers nearby? Uh, no, it was like in the middle of the forest, and there was like, he got caught by a net. Wait, 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 what letter? Who, who'd the letter uh, come from? Some doctor that sent this letter. I can't remember his name. Here, give it to me, I'll read it. This is the same letter I got. Are you headed over there now? Yeah. All right, let's head over. Let's give the poke. Let's go send your Pokemon real quick. Let's give them, you know, some health back, and then let's head over to the professors. How do you? How do you know about that? Uh, we go by that by going helping the Pokemon, and I ask you guys before traveling the same way. What's you guys' name? Uh, I'm well, I'm Serena Parker. Brock. <laughs> As they said simultaneously. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I'm Serena. It's very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for telling me. I promise I'll pay you back when I become best trainer. All right, I'll hold you to that. You're kind of stuck with us now. I'm Parker. Hi, Parker. I'm JT. Nice to meet you. I think the professor is this way. Uh, so after the three of you get well acquainted, uh, you head out the doors of the Pokemart, and right as you turn the corner, you see uh, the very large building, which you assume would be a Pokemon research lab. 
uh, it, it'll look the same as all the other ones that you might have seen in your, your own regions. Uh, the three of you walk up towards the door. Uh, doesn't look like it's been cleaned very often. There's handprints all over the gl- uh, glass. Uh, a few charred marks uh, to where it looks like maybe these Pokemon run a little rampant here. I can't tell if the if the guy's a Pokemaniac or a professor with the outside of this place. Well, he might have a couple of cool Pokemon that catches on file. Well, do we want to go check to make sure everyone inside's okay? Because it looks a little rough out here. Yeah, let's go inside. I'm, I'm uh, the three of you make your way inside. Uh, inside, you just see almost looks like a tornado hit. What would what would normally be a, a well tidied lab uh, with books on the shelf? Uh, there's books and papers all over the floor. Uh, it's very dimly lit. The only thing that you could see uh, is a light on, kind of in the back corner that looks like it's sitting on a desk. Uh, do you guys know what could have caused this? A Pokemon? Me when I do my math homework. Nice. Funny. Do you think we should go back there and check out the light? I, there's probably some information to what happened here back there. I hear you, you know. What was that? Where is that noise coming from? Come to the back. All right, I start heading towards the back. Uh, as you guys make your way through the stack of papers and everything that lines the floor, shuffling uh, as to where you don't trip over anything, uh, in the very back, uh, you see an older-looking man hunched over a desk. Uh, he's got the convertible look going, uh, and the hair on the side of his head is protruding out to the sides. Uh, his hair is a really bright white compared to the lack of light in the room. Uh, and he looks to be writing in a journal, and he, he's writing it so fast that there, the friction could literally catch the place on fire. Uh, hello there. Um, I'm Serena. It's nice to meet you. What's your name? Ah, well, allow me to introduce myself. I am Professor Archibald Sequoia. You must be the trainers I sent for. Or the other three, anyway. That's us. You're probably wondering what you're doing here. Yeah, I was going to ask that. What was with the letter? Is this well, some sort of contest? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 my, uh, well, my dear children, uh, I, I know, weird, uh, but that's what I do. That's what I, how I talk. Uh, uh, you guys were all sent here to challenge the new Cephalo region. Each one of you have a specific purpose of being here, but it is up to you to figure out why you're here. 
Wait, I'm confused. On what? Just in general, to why you would bring us all the way out here just to take a chance on us. We're just three kids. Well, uh, the league was just formed. Uh, We have Pokemon gyms set up. Uh, It's not even open to anybody else. Uh, But this region is about crown its very first champion. And like I told the other group, which you seem much nicer than the other uh, uh, extremely mean lady I dealt with uh, a few hours ago. Uh, Aomi, what's her name? Uh, she's got a mouth. Anyway. Well, not all, all of us can be ladies. Um, she kind of sounded like a dude. <laughs> Why did you invite two groups? Uh, well, uh, just like I was about to say, uh, what's a champion without a challenger? And uh, what's a Pokemon trainer without a few rivals? Why Wait, you are you invite... saying? Why rookies? Why with no little to no experience? Wouldn't it be better to invite more experienced trainers? Little to no experience? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm talking to the same Parker Littleton that never graduated from the Pokemon Academy because his father couldn't pay for it. And I'm pretty sure you took a Dratini from him, caught three more Pokemon, and earned three badges in the Kanto region. Am I, am I wrong? I mean, those were the days, but... Yeah, word travels I had to prove fast. a point. Rookie my drill. Interesting. Is there anything else we need to know about you? And that's why you were banned from the Kanto League. Now's your chance to finally prove that you have everything that it takes to be a champion, but you're going to do it the right way. Wait, are you saying only one of us can be a champion? That's exactly what what I'm saying. And what happens if we all lose in this competition? Well, if if y'all lose... Uh, I guess uh, the Pokemon champion stays the Pokemon champion. No, no, no. I am not going to lose. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm super competitive, and I will fight this battle till the end. Don't even say that. And that's the attitude that I like coming from Sabrina Brock, whose family breeds Pokemon. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It gives me a sense of knowing kind of what Pokemons feel and what they go through. So that, that will help me in the end. And that brings me to JT. Yeah? I'm not even sure why you're here. But the best way to have stuff on your own is to make a name for yourself. Hmm. Hopefully you win so I get my money back, right? Yeah, hopefully. And if, if I do win, I become... A great Pokemon trainer and still help out Pokemon because, you know, I do care about the Pokemon. I still want to go help them out. You uh, can the do nat- that without being a champion. <laughs> True. Ah, the naturing soul of the group. <laughs> well, how about it? Who's ready to meet a Pokemon? Me. I am. I am. Yeah, it sounds like fun. <laughs> 
Now, uh, these aren't just any Pokemon starters. Uh, these were hatched just the other day. What do you mean hatched? Oh, little babies. Little babies that pack a punch. Uh, the other ones are caught or sent to me. Uh, these were these were hatched. Ooh, I want to know what I got. What did I get? On the table beside me, three Pokeballs. Have at it. Choose whatever. Choose whichever one you uh you think is right for you. Oh, I want the second one. I'll take the one to the left. I take the other one. All right, those are your starter Pokemon. Now, this isn't just any region, uh, and they brought up a really touchy subject, uh, so we're not even going to talk about that. But nobody understands the, the magnitude of this region. The Cephalo region has Pokemon that aren't even supposed to be in this region, and there's at least forty-five Pokemon. That aren't dis- that that do not live anywhere else. They are they are specific to this region. This is this is probably the greatest discovery of all time. Wow! I'm glad mm. to be here. And you guys will have your opportunity to build your team and be successful on any path you choose. So what is this a nature versus nurture experiment between hatch starters and caught starters? No, they just got here first, and that's what I had. Well, well then, all right. Can uh, we open it, please, 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 please? Yeah, I, I kind of forgot that I sent out so many invitations. <laughs> Wait, you sent? Well, we were your top picks, right? We just got here a little later. Well, whatever helps you sleep at night. We're giving them a head start. I like that. Oh, uh, just letting you guys know, uh, you guys will participate in a tournament uh, after you win all eight badges. You will participate in a tournament to see who only one person gets to fight the champ. So we got to win badges to fight the champion. You got to win badges to fight each other to fight the champion. Trial by fire. So how does that work? How does what work? Just all of this. It's just so much information at once. Uh, Well, uh, you'll figure it out in due time. You guys are all smart men and women. And I know you could do it. How many trainers participate in this tournament? Six. Well, there's three oh. of us here. I don't and like the other three. three. And there's three that started before you. Well, I think we should see our Pokemon and get going. Because that's what I'm thinking. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, of course. Yeah, who wants to release their Pokemon? I get nervous and kind of lunge forward and practically drop mine as it 
I guess, cracks in half. Well, you have a Pokeball, not an egg. Well, they, they've I already dro- matched. I dropped the Pokeball. All right, so uh, the Pokeball opens up. Bright light appears on the floor. Uh, out of that bright light comes a yellow and black small Pokemon with it looks like two electric plugs on its head. And uh, the professor looks right at you. He goes, well, Parker, looks like you've chosen Elekid. Oh, great. He's a really good one. Elekid looks up at you and kind of gives you a smile, a wink, and a thumbs up. Uh, he's extremely eager to go on this adventure. I just kind of smile and give him a head nod. Oh, he's so cute. And then I take my Pokeball in my hands and kind of turn away like I don't want to open it yet. And I look over it at JP. That's a cool Pokemon. Like, you, know, you only see a couple out there in the, in the wilderness. JT, do you wanna do you wanna go next? Uh, sure. Let's see what kind of cool Pokemon I get. Uh, JT drops his Pokeball right by his feet. Uh, same thing happens. The Pokeball opens up. White light appears, and out of the white light uh, is this smaller uh, dinosaur-looking Pokemon, uh, and he looks up at you and kind of spits a little, a, a small little ember out of its mouth. And the professor turns to you and is like, oh, it uh, looks like you, uh, you chose the fire Pokemon Magby. Again, Magby? Dude, that's awesome. Uh, he'd be a great ally for you. That means I want to make my own bonfires. Well, I guess it's my turn. I slowly grab it and kind of toss it a little, give it a little nudge. Uh, you give the Pokeball a little nudge. The Pokeball hits the ground. Uh, and as the Pokeball opens up, uh, you see this small, uh, this small white, uh, white and blue uh, tub sitting on the ground. And it looks up at you and it goes, kind of like tilts its head. And it goes, cub, and sneezes. And as it sneezes, uh, a little like a uh, little droplet hang starts hanging out of its nose. Oh my God. You're so cute. You are perfect. Uh, Cub Chew kind of gives you that, uh, that thing that babies do whenever they reach their arms up to want to be held. I pick him up and I give him a big hug. And Cub Chew seems to really enjoy that. Well, looks like, uh, Looks like you got the, the ice Pokemon Cupchu. I love him already. Wait, I, I thought that was supposed to be a Smoochum. Ah, must have had the eggs mixed up, mixed up. Never mind, keep it. My mistake. This is a really odd bunch of starters to give out. What kind of Pokemon do these gym leaders have? Uh, that you're going to have to figure out in due time because I have not taken the time to go see them in action. I just formed the region, kid. I didn't, I didn't pick. Well, what would you advise we do to get ready for this competition? Catch Pokemon. 
train Pokemon, raise Pokemon. That's what you do as a trainer. Well, how many Pokemon for you? Oh, I just I just need you guys uh, to report back to me from time to time to let me know what you caught. Uh, nothing's in it for me other than the big finder's fee uh, that I get for bringing you guys in here. <laughs> how many Pokemon can we catch? We have a startle. Uh, along with these trainer cards, and he hands you each a card that has a trainer number on it. Uh, along with these cards, you are allowed to carry... Six Pokemon. You can catch as many as you can catch. I I just kind of hastily read over the card, flipping it back and forth, looking, making sure that everything's in order, that it's a real one. I look up at him and say, does this mean that we're real Pokemon trainers without having to go through that stupid school? Uh, yep, that's 100% what that means. Wait, you said that you got money for bringing us in here, and now you're handing us these cards. Who... How'd you bring us in here? Uh, well, I was told to uh, to bring in trainers that I found suitable to challenge this league. I get paid through the Pokemon League. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Just but making sure there pick... wasn't any funny business going on here. But why pick us? You have like a whole bunch of kids to pick. Why did you pick us out of all of them? Well, I would have hoped that as I was uh, digging into your guys' grounds, you would have uh, realized why I picked you guys, because I kind of talked about that already. But just in case you don't know, uh, because I believe that each one of you has the quality to become a Pokemon champion. Well, I mean, I don't know why you chose them. You've already said that you chose me because of why I can't get a valid license in Kanto. <laughs> yeah, well, none of that's important. Uh, you guys are kind of <laughs> wasting time. Alright, I guess we should go head out and try to find some Pokemon around here. It's my first time being here, so getting to know the land will probably be a good thing for us. Where's the closest town? Or, more specifically, where's that first gym leader? Uh, so, the first gym leader will be in uh, Greenboro. Uh, it's, it's about a three days travel, uh, but the first town that you'll get to is Navier town. Uh, it's just, uh, you literally walk out my doors to the left. It's just South. You go down route 110. You can't get lost. Okay. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, thank any you Pokemon? so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Pokemon. Any any Pokemon you see along the way, uh, as long as it's not a trainer's Pokemon, is fair game. I turn kind of give a like almost like a scold, like a scold where it's a look that's saying, "Let's do this." But then I ask him like, "Should we go to the Pokemart and get supplies and then head out?" I think that's a great idea. Uh, JT, do you need some money? Uh, no, I'm pretty good, you know. I don't want you stealing again. No. Uh, How much I'm... money do we all have? Uh, sidebar in here. Uh, each one, of, uh, JT has 1,000 poke. Uh, Parker, you have 
uh, 3,000 poke. And Serena, uh, be, being from a wealthier family, has 10,000 poke. And I just lost 150 paying for Justin's stupid shit. So, sorry. Yeah, so that's... Uh, okay, 9,850. Perfect. So the three of you start heading out of the door. Uh, now going back to the Pokemart. Uh, as you guys walk out, you see a blonde-haired kid. Uh, not a kid. He's, a, he's an adult. Uh, in a lab coat, and he he stops you guys. He's like, "Hey, uh, did you guys happen to just get Pokemon from the professor?" What about her? Who are you? Well, it's a him. What's your name? I would have hoped you would have noticed that for the fact that it's a guy. And the bald spot was distracting. I was in pain. Uh, uh, allow me to introduce myself. I'm I'm Maxwell. I'm his senior lab tech. I've been working under Professor Sequoia for four years, but I am in charge of helping trainers learn battle tactics. So before you guys can go anywhere, uh, you're going to have to battle me. But wait, why didn't he tell us about you? Doesn't have to. He mm, didn't tell the other this group. This smells kind of fishy. Well, I mean, we are, uh, we are a uh, we are a harbor. Uh, there's fish everywhere. It, so, do you guys I know fried start, fish is pretty good? I kind of start overlooking his outfit, looking for any traces of like Team Rocket's logo or that he's with them. Uh, you don't even have to roll for that. Uh, you could be as suspicious as you want, but this is your first test. All right, guys. I guess we got to do it. All right. Uh, this is All right. this is gonna be this is gonna be a three on three battle. I have three Pokemon. You guys each have a Pokemon. Uh, shall we begin? Let's yeah. do it. Uh, yep, before go. you guys have a chance to do anything, he tosses out his first Pokeball. Out of the out of the first Pokeball comes a purple and white skunk, and he's like, "All right, uh, this is Stunky." Uh, he is a poison type. He throws out another Pokeball that is uh, looks like a little pig face with a spring underneath him uh, and a pink ball on top of his head. Uh, this is Spoink. This is a psychic. He type he throws out his last Pokemon, uh, and you see this uh, dark blue shelled uh, turtle. Uh, and he tells you this is uh, Tortuga. Uh, he is a water rock. All right, guys. I'm thinking I'm going to have to take on one first, too. The last one I don't do very well against. Um, right, I can go against the pig. Parker, how about you? I, I want to fight the skunk. Well, uh, unfortunately, that's not how triple battle works. Uh, you, you're allowed to attack whoever, but I guarantee that they won't play by the same rules. Uh, so All I'm right. going to need each one of you to roll for initiative. So D20. 
Uh, D20. 16. 16. Uh, I, I you rolled a 16? Amanda? Yes. All right, just making sure. Uh, uh, what did you roll, Justin? 15. And then I rolled a 7. Okay. Uh, so uh, the order goes Stunky, Cub Chew, Spoink, Magby, Tortuga, El- uh, Uh So Maxwell goes, oh, cool. Uh, see, it looks like you guys uh, got the egg Pokemon that just hatched. Uh, but uh, doesn't mean I'm going to take it easy on you. Uh, Stunky, let's go ahead and start it off. Uh, let's give a bite to that Elekid. 16 to hit yeah that hits i'm just making sure that i have all the right die for stunky uh he is going to do uh four points of damage so stunky rushes elikid and without elikid having any time to react uh stunky's mouth clamps right down onto elikid's arm and doesn't let go Right, and then that would uh, that would end his turn, and it goes to Cubchu. All right. Oh, just just letting you know, I didn't roll enough uh, for the status uh, for static to affect. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, so it's Cubchu's turn. Can I attack whoever? You can attack whoever you want. All right. I'm going to use... I'm going to attack uh, Spoink. Okay. Kachu is going to use Ice Fang. All right. Do I need to roll for that? Uh, yes, you do. What do I need to roll? D20. D20, 16. please. Uh, 16 will hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay. D10. Uh, seven. Uh, all right. So, Tubju uh, wastes no time, and he also rushes Spoink. Uh, and clamps down right on Spoink's cheek, uh, hitting it for seven points of damage. Well, it's seven plus four. Oh yeah, uh, you. Uh, so whenever you roll damage, if it's you, you'll take uh, whatever the roll is. So if it's seven plus four, 
uh, have the math done. Got it. 11. It's easy for me. <laughs> 11. All right. So, uh, yeah, it grabs onto Spoink, and Spoink is not liking that. Uh, <laughs> and what'd you roll? You rolled a 16 for it to hit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, out of the jaws of the cub shoe, you see the ice start to form, and it's starting to slowly form around Spoink. Uh, Spoink is frozen. Woo! Uh, which goes to Spoink's turn. So at the so with the way that status effects work, uh. There, every status status effect has a certain number that you have to roll higher than. Uh, I have them all written down, so I'm gonna roll for a spoink to unfreeze itself because that's how Pokemon works. <laughs> uh, and uh, I rolled a two for that, so spoink doesn't get a turn. Uh, spoink is frozen solid, and we will go to Magby. Well. I guess it's your turn, Magby. Uh, what would you like Magby to use, and on what Pokemon? Let's go. Hidden Power. All right, so Hidden Power. I believe that's Hidden Power Rock. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Uh, hidden Power. Uh, who are you gonna hit? Uh, I'm gonna help my friend to get this skunk off. All right, so you're gonna you're gonna hit Stunky. Yeah. Oh no, it's a head. It's hidden power. Power electric. My bad. Uh, I didn't have that written down. That's why. I asked. Uh, thanks, Jake. Uh, Jake is our moderator. Uh, he sounds like uh he sounds like he's going through a blender right now. So we don't <laughs> let him talk. Oh, fire crackle. All right, cool. So you're gonna you're gonna go ahead and try to hit Stunky. Uh, go ahead and roll for your attack. D twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifteen. Uh, fifteen will hit. Uh, I'm also since he is attached. Uh, El, I'm gonna have El Kid roll. Uh, to be able to get out of the way of the attack. Sorry. Okay. Uh, 15. Uh, yeah, so since you tied, you're good. Uh, you, the, the attack is only going to hit Dunky. Uh, so he notices that he is about to get attacked, and he lets go of Elekid uh, and turns just as this rock is circling in front of Magby, and Magby kind of pushes it, and it goes straight towards Stunky and hits it right on the side. Uh, can you roll damage for me? What's I'm doing now? Uh, six. What? Uh, plus yeah, one. I rolled a four and plus six. I mean, plus two. Okay. So, Stunky gets hit for six points of damage. Uh, yeah, this Stunky kind of gets knocked over on its side and really isn't sure what's going on at the moment. Uh, that'll bring me to, uh, uh, Tortuga. Uh, he, you don't hear Maxwell call anything out for Tatuga. You just see uh, a white glow 
start to form around Tortilga. And his turn is over, so it'll go to Elkin. Oh, great. He's going to use Solar Beam. Um, let's see. Can you use Low Kick on Stunky? Yeah. Uh, 100% obtainable. I rolled a 17. Uh, 17 will definitely hit. Uh, go ahead and roll. I'm uh, rolling for it. Um, 15. 15. Uh, so uh, Stunky is going to take a, a big wallop because uh, uh, since I forgot to say, uh, since he is part dark, uh, Stunky is dark and poison, uh, he's going to take double damage from that uh, fighting ability and for the fact that he was prone already. So Elekid kind of like drops his knee and low kicks Stunky right to the side. And this Stunky is barely hanging on. It is not doing great. Uh, that'll bring uh, that'll bring us to Stunky's turn. Uh, Stunky is going to go uh, Maxwell looks at Stunky knowing that he's doing bad. And he's like, all right. Uh, I guess we're just going to try to have to, I guess we're just going to have to try to hit that cub shoe with the flamethrower. Uh, that is an eight. I don't think that's going to hit. What's cub shoes, AC? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's ten. Uh, cub shoe. It does does not hit. Uh, so Stunky, you watch Stunky open up its mouth and rear its head back, and this long stream of flame shoots right at Cub Chew, and Cub Chew is easily able to just roll out of the way of it, and it's uh actually Cub Chew's turn. Whew, that was close. Cub Chew's gonna use brine on Splink. Okay. 18. <laughs> Eight, 18 hits. <laughs> All right. Um, 1d6 plus 5, so I got a 5, so 10. Uh, 10 takes 10 points of damage. Uh, uh, Spoink also is not looking too great. Uh, it it looks it looks like it's getting a little tired. So the brine comes right out from Cub Chew, uh, streams over to, to to the frozen Spoink, and just shatters the ice around it, but throws Spoink into the air, and he crashes to the ground hard. Uh, with that, it is uh, it's Spoink's turn. Uh, Spoink is going to, uh, Maxwell calls out Spoink. Uh, Spoink, how about you, how about you try to use Calm Mind? Uh, and, uh, I didn't roll high enough for Calm Mind to work. So, uh, Spoink is noticeably, like, not paying attention because of the damage, uh, that he's taken. So we're going to go to Magby's turn. 
Okay, Magby, um, I'm guessing it's awesome again, but Bayo did a nice move on him. So I want to use... Shit, how do I say it? Mock Punch? Incinerate? Yeah, Mock Punch. Yeah, Mock Punch. Thank you. You're going to use uh, Mock Punch on Spoink? Yes. Or Tortuga? Um, I'm aim for the pig. All right, so Spoink, go ahead and roll. 16. Uh, 16. <laughs> 16 hits. This Spoink is just getting beat. Like a stuffed pig. Yeah, go 10. ahead and roll for damage. Seven, hold up. Twelve. Uh, Twelve points of damage. Uh, so Magby charges Spoink as Spoink struggles to get up. And Magby's fist makes contact with the center of Spoink's jaw. It sends Spoink basically flying all the way to Maxwell's feet. It hits the ground and rolls two or three times. Uh, and you guys notice that uh, the eyes are swirling. Uh, Spoink is unable to battle. And Maxwell takes his Pokeball and goes, you did a good job and returns Spoink. So Spoink is no longer on field. That's Guys. one team. Yeah. Our first time battling, uh, we're actually doing pretty good. It goes, uh, it's going to go to Tortuga. Uh, and he's going to go ahead. Uh, Maxwell looks over and he's like, I wouldn't celebrate yet, guys. Uh, Tortuga, how about you use Aqua Jet on that Magby? Uh, 15. Has to be higher than the AC. Nine. Yep, that is higher. Uh, okay. So, Aqua Jet is 1d8 of damage, plus four. Uh, seven. Uh, Magby. So, Tortuga leaps from its position. Uh, you see a wall of water form around it, and it smashes into Magby, basically sending Magby into your arms uh, from, the, from the brunt of the force. Magby hits you at the center of your chest and takes you off your feet. Uh, Magby just got hit for uh, 22 points of damage. 22? Yep. Maxwell looks over and he's like, all right. Good hit, Tortuga. And it is uh, Elikid's turn. Take away 20. Um, I look at Elikid and I tell it to use Quick Attack. And I rolled a 13. Uh, who is uh, Elikid? Tortuga. Okay. Uh... Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, so Elikid takes off running, and a white stream comes out from behind him, almost like he's going 
almost too fast to see and smashes into the side of this Tortuga. Four damage. Uh, and hits him for four damage. Uh, and uh, Tortuga hits the ground and rolls for a few seconds and finally uh, kind of starts getting its fins underneath it. I almost said, uh, well, it's flippers. I almost said feet. doesn't have feet. Uh, gets, his, gets his wits about him, and you start noticing that sparks of electricity are flowing in and out of his body. Uh, not only did he get hit with a quick attack, but he is also paralyzed. And that's the great move of static, everyone. Uh, and we're going to go up to Stunky. Maxwell looks over at Stunky and he's like, I know you're not doing too well, but we got to do more damage to these guys. Uh, go ahead and try to hit Cubshu with that flamethrower one more time. Uh, 19. 18. Well, 19, a 19 on your AC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's going to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, flamethrower. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. It's times two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, you're lucky though, because it's uh, it's only gonna. Uh, so Stunky rolls back its head one last time, spits a flame right at Cubchu, which hits it direct center. Uh, for 10 points of damage. I rolled a 1, plus 4. Yeah, 5. I rolled the worst that you possibly could have rolled. <laughs> I, I probably could have one-shotted a Cub Chew, but uh, failed to do so. So, <laughs> you go zero. And uh, we're going to go... Well, if you rolled a 0, that's a 10 on a d10. Oh. So it's Cub Chew's turn. How does Cubture react after taking a hit like that? I'm coming back for you, Stunky. I'm going to use Brine. <laughs> 16. 16 will hit. <laughs> uh, so Cubture shoots out another Brine, which hits Stunky. Uh, and it's, it's definitely going to help. Eight. Uh, yeah. So, Stunky, Stunky's, Stunky's defeated. It gets hit by Brian. Uh, but its ability activates, uh, which his ability is Aftermath. I'll let you know what that does here in a second. Uh, Cub Chew is going to go ahead uh, and take an additional 11 points of damage because Stunky basically self-explodes. Like implodes. Nice. So the shock, the shockwave hits Cub Chew, uh, and he'll take that much damage. But it should be fine because Stunky's out of the battle anyway. So we're gonna go back to Magby. Well, Magby, it looks like Skunky's out, so we're done. We have one more left, so let's just hit him. Good math. Good math. I see that you're the math expert here. Well, Parker obviously isn't. 
Two of your Pokemon is down, so let's just aim for that one. I know I don't see any chance against that water type, or whatever type it is, but let's give it a try. It's water rock. Oh. But you're catching on. I like it. So I'm going to use one move I didn't use in Fonal. Yeah. You should hit it with that punch. You guys think I should hit it with the punch or hit the yeah. Bono? Well, let's, let's use the punch. Mega punch. Um, I mean, mega. Mog punch. Mog punch. Go ahead and roll. 16. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 16 is <laughs> going to hit. Uh, go ahead and roll for damage. Are, are you guys done? <laughs> Just getting lucky. Shout uh, out to Doug who plays Aomi. No, because we've rolled under 15. He doesn't. Uh, what'd you roll? Uh, for uh, one, one plus five, so I got uh, I got six. Uh, you got a you got a whole twelve points of damage because it's double. Effective. Math is fun. <laughs> oh, uh, so Magby once again, his fist starts to glow. Uh, he rushes towards. Uh, he rushes towards the Tortuga and boom, right on the side of the jaw, just like he did to Spoink. Uh, and he takes 12 points of damage. Uh, Tortuga's still looking a little good, but uh, since you're that close, uh, Tortuga is looking for a little revenge. Maxwell tells Tortuga, how about you go ahead and hit that Magby with the rock slide? Here goes nothing. Uh, actually, how about you do nothing because I rolled three. <laughs> so Tortuga is still kind of shaken off from his jaw hit uh, and isn't able to do anything. Uh, so Magby probably saved that round and it's Ella Kid's turn. All right, Ella Kid, let's kick that turtle one more time. Eleven. Uh, yeah, eleven's gonna hit. Just getting lucky today. An ideal seven. Uh, so you deal uh, 14. Yeah, 14 because it's times 2. Addition 14 damage. Uh, so basically what happens is after he gets punched in the jaw and doesn't have time to react uh, to it, Elekid basically slides in and almost like, like soccer style to knock a ball away. Uh, defense uh, slides in and catches Tortuga on the other side of the face uh, and sends it flying about 10 feet as it's rapidly spinning the other direction. Uh, and that'll bring it to Cub Chew's turn. All right, Cub Chew, let's use Ice Fang. Eight. Uh, eight's gonna tie. So oh, nice. Cub Chew 
Kachu dives in to bite this Tortuga, and Tortuga is able to just it's still like it's still its rotation. So Kubchu isn't able to grafts on to it and misses its attack. That's all right, Kubchu. And we will go back to Magby. Well, Magby, it's uh, it, we're almost there. He looks like he's about to fall, so I think one more hit will make us win. So I'm going to use um, Hidden Power Electric, if I'm saying it right. Hidden Power. Yeah. Okay, Hidden Power Electric. Eighteen. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, roll for damage. That's a D six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled a one, so it's only doing D three. Is it double? It is yeah. still effective. It's it's gonna hit for nine points of damage. Oh, Magby, let's go. Let's go win this battle. Uh, so you see this spark of energy uh, form in front of Magby, and once again, he pushes it towards Tortuga. That hits Tortuga dead in the side uh, and, almost, and basically flips it over on its back. Uh, Tortuga isn't really listening to its trainer right now and is going to go for... Uh, for a move right now, and I'll let you know if he'll be able to do it. Uh, no, he rolled a three because uh, Tortuga was still paralyzed, so he is not able to move this turn. Uh, and we're gonna skip Tortuga for that fact, and we're gonna go right to Elkid. And I'm going to try to hit Tortuga with the shock wave. All right, go ahead and roll a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You see the electricity form in between the plugs of a Magby, and he shoots out uh, this shockwave going straight for Tortuga, and it hits the ground right in front and just kind of creates like a, like a cloud of smoke. And once the smoke uh, evaporates, you see Tortuga there unscathed. Back up to Cubchu. Well, shoot, let's get him this time. Cubshu, let's do Rock Tomb. 12. Uh, 12 will hit. Go ahead and roll that damage. Hmm. Eight, so it'd be four because it's against a water type. Uh... You wanna, you wanna just uh, so these these rocks, three rocks form right in front of, right above Tortuga, and all at the same time, one, two, three, uh, land and almost crater Tortuga into the ground, and these rocks take a second, but they split and disappear, and as they disappear, uh, you see Tortuga cratered into the ground and he is unable to battle. Uh, Maxwell looks at you guys and Miles and he's like, well, uh, looks like you guys are a lot better than I thought you were going to be, but uh, congratulations on winning your first battle. 
and he returns Tortuga. Good job, Cubchu. Nice job, Bagby. My Pokeball. Well, that was pretty fun, guys. We made it through our first one. I don't know. As a team, we actually we uh, beat them. Is the scientist aide still there, or did he run back already? No, he's still there. He walks over to you guys, and he goes, Well, uh, that was really impressive work. Uh, I like the way that you guys handled your Pokemon. Uh, he walks over to each one of them uh, and gives them what looks like a, a small treat. And each one of your Pokemon now, if it took damage, uh, no longer has taken damage. And your Pokemon are full healed. Uh, by the way, uh, you guys are more than welcome to take these two. And he hands each one of you three Pokeballs and two potions. Thank you. Thanks, uh, it's, Doc. It's, uh, it's the least I could do. Uh, you guys are going to make you know, uh, great Pokemon trainers. Uh, I, I, I know it. Well, Thanks for the hey, confidence boost. Hey, Doc, do I have to put my Pokemon in the Pokeball? Could he just like walk with me and I can just, like, you know, he can just follow me? I mean,. I don't see why not, but I would advise you to only keep one Pokemon out at a time. Okay. Uh, while you're traveling through the wilderness uh, and down the routes, it shouldn't be a problem, but I'd probably put them away because uh, uh, some, some of these towns have laws against uh, ro- uh, roaming Pokemon. Okay. Clearly noted. But thanks for the formula just to uh, help all Pokemon. Oh, not a problem. It's the least Bye. I could do. Uh, you guys, you guys did better than the first group. Uh, they even lost the Pokemon. Well, I just kind of look at him, and I ask him where Navier Town is. Uh, so you're gonna go. You're gonna go straight behind us. Uh, through those trees on that path is uh, Route Ten. Uh, and that'll take you straight to Navy or town as long as you stay on the path. What happens if we go off the path? Uh, you'll stay in Route 110. You can't get to Na- uh You can't get to... I mean, that's where you're going to catch your Pokemon. Uh, but you can't... You can't get to Na- Navy or town without the path. Gotcha. Well, guys, do you want to start heading that way? Yeah, let's start heading out. Well, uh, he kind of waves to you. Uh, good luck. I, uh, I wish you guys luck on your journey. And he uh, walks back into the lab. Well, that was fun, guys. That I'm was. To, I'm ready to go catch some more so I have more options of who I can fight with. Do you, do you know which Pokemon you want to see? Like, I know your Pokemon's super tiny. You want, like, a big Pokemon, a small Pokemon? Well, the What's professor the said there were so many different kinds here. I'm kind of just, I mean, on our way down to Nadir Town, we see what we 
we see and if anything piques my interest, you know, I can go for it. How do you feel, Parker? Uh, there's, let's go see what's in this forest. I mean, he said there was Pokemon from all kinds of different regions and some specific to here. All right, let's go. So, the three new adventurers head off uh, in their quest to becoming Pokemon uh, champions. They start to head into uh, basically the unknown region of Cephalo, armed with uh, a little bit more intelligence on Pokemon and uh, just new companions. And that is where we'll end today's episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening uh, to the podcast. Hopefully you guys follow along with, uh, with Parker, Serena, and JT, and also catching, uh, catching up on the uh, journeys of Aomi, Joseph, and Zane. So uh, as for me, once again, I'm Mike. I am your GM this evening, and every time we do this. Uh, you yep. can catch us you can catch us uh, hopefully once a week, maybe twice, uh, maybe once every other week. We haven't decided, but until then, uh, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.